Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Jay Stevens Podcast. This is episode 17, and as always, thank you for listening and downloading another episode of the podcast. Remember to always subscribe, rate, and review. It's a great way for people that are searching for a new podcast to listen to to come across this one. And then remember to always get the word out about the podcast via word of mouth. The things that we enjoy in life, we are more willing and somewhat wired to tell other people about. So no matter if this is your first episode or if you've been listening since episode one, be sure to let people know about the podcast. Just like we did last week, going through the college football conference predictions for this coming season. We're going to start this week with the NFL. Not all eight divisions are we going to break down this week or give you my prediction for the winner. We're going to do half this week, half next week. This week's going to be the NFC next week. We're going to start the show with the AFC division winners for this upcoming season. Let's get right to it. The NFC East, the first division on my list. The Cowboys took the division last year at 10-6. And six. and honestly, my uh, up until this point, up until recently, I saw the Cowboys taking the division once again. But with Ezekiel Elliott not committing to his team and holding out for a contract, uh, even though they recently um, offered him one, I think it was going to make him the second highest paid running back in the NFL behind Todd Gurley. He said, no, I don't want to be second behind Todd Gurley. I want to be ahead of Todd Gurley. Young man, if you, if I wish someone would advise this young man that if he keeps holding out and misses this season or misses up to a certain point of this season, he's going to forfeit this year and this year won't count on his contract. So we'll have to do this, this same thing over again. Commit to your team. Be a team player. You saw what they did, the, you saw what they did with Jalen Smith. Committing to him and he, he came in hurt. They had, had he, he had, didn't have any question marks, no nothing. He came in, played his heart out, rehabbed, got on the field, balled out, got paid. You have had more issues off the field than he has had on the field. If you were playing, I certainly think your team would win the NFC East, but no, you're not. I see Carson Wentz and those boys in Philly taking the NFC East crown this year. The NFC North, there is something special going on in Chicago. I don't know what it is. I, I just watch it on TV every single week, and those boys have something special. Cap, last year they went 12-4, and four, and I think this year, even though Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, um, what is it, Aaron Rodgers out with the bang, I don't think it's going to be enough. I think we're going to see um, Aaron Rodgers leave sooner than we think. But I think this year, the Bears, once again, go back-to-back division winners of the NFC North. The NFC South, another quarterback that's going to be um, leaving very, very soon. And Drew Brees, last year, went 13-3. and And honestly, most people thought should have been in, should have been in the Super Bowl. This is his year. This is their time to shine. Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Drew Brees, that whole that whole formula uh, that Sean that Sean Payton has has brewed up down there in New Orleans, man, they got it, this is the year. This is their year. Forever, so many people predicted them to go to the Super Bowl. There are so many people predicting them to win said Super Bowl. There are so many people that have predicted them to say, "Hey, Drew Brees, right out to the sunset. Sunset. We saw how Peyton Manning went out a few years ago. This is your year, Drew Brees." This is your year to go out on top, to go out with a ring, to go out holding, hosting, lifting up that Lombardi trophy. This is your year. Well, that all starts with winning a divisional crown, one of the goals on your list. I think this is your year. Drew Brees, the Saints, win the NFC South. And last but not least, the NFC West. Not not as much competition as people would think or people would hope. Uh, Trust me. I would love for there to be more competition with with this with this division and the, uh, uh, the, uh, 
Jared Goff and Russell Wilson being able to lead their teams to more victories. And uh, I would love for Jimmy G to be that guy that people think he can be. I don't see it, especially with the way this 49ers, 49ers team is put together. The Rams, 13-3 last year, repeating this year's NFC West division winners once again. So what say you? Email me, jstevenspod at gmail.com. Feel free to email me what you think, what you think about your team, what you think about my predictions. If I got something wrong, if I got, if you agree with me, whatever it may be, send me your thoughts, email me your thoughts. I'll be glad to look at them and read them uh, and see and just compare my notes to what you have to say. Let's go ahead and take a trip to Indianapolis, Lucas Oil Stadium to be exact, because Saturday evening, Andrew Luck decided that it was time for him to hang up his cleats and walk away from the game of football. It's not every day that a player is hyped up in the NFL the way that Andrew Luck was. Andrew Luck came into the league, came out of Stanford. He had the ability to be the number one pick out of college after his junior season. But he decided that he didn't need the NFL just yet, so he stayed in college one more year to get better, to to, uh, enhance his skill set, um, to be a better quarterback coming into the league after a senior year than he would have been after his junior year. So senior year comes around, comes around uh, at the end of his senior year. People once again are expecting the Colts, who have the number one pick at the time, to take the Andrew Luck with the number one overall draft pick in that particular draft. Some say Andrew Luck was the best quarterback prospect since Peyton Manning in the late 90s coming out of Tennessee. Some go even further back and say he was a better quarterback prospect than Peyton Manning, that he was a better, he was a the best quarterback prospect than John Elway. This would give you that, the kind of, oh, the kind of hype, what the scouts were saying about Andrew Luck coming out of Stanford. Taking over number one overall out of uh, out of Stanford that year, and Andrew Luck had a lot on his shoulders. He didn't ask for it. The Colts kind of just <laughs> dumped it on him. Um, 2011, the Colts went two and 14. Uh, Peyton Manning suffered a neck injury. Colts played quarterbacks like Dan Orlovsky, Kerry Collins. Curtis Painter coming out of Purdue. So they're playing guys that, well, shouldn't have been starting quarterbacks, but that was all they had at the time. And their record and their play on the field showed that the quarterbacks were not quarterback start that were not the caliber of a, of a starting quarterback that you would expect in the league. Also at that time, the Colts had dumped a lot of their previous players, a lot of their older players that the that that, that the Colts fans had grown to love. Colts had, fans had grown to had gotten used to playing at a high level on Sundays. The Colts said, "Hey, we want to go younger. We're going to dump you off. We're going to let you go into the open market, be a free agent, so someone else can utilize your services. Your services are no longer needed here in Indianapolis." One of those players being Peyton Manning, which is why the Colts had that number one pick. Andrew Luck's first year, he went 11-5. Second year, went 11-5. Third year, went 11-5. Over 4,000 yards his first and third seasons. His third year, he, he passed for 4,761 yards with 40 touchdowns. But the one thing that has hampered Andrew Luck throughout his career was that he held the ball, held the ball too long and he threw too many interceptions. That year, his third year with the most passing yards, most touchdowns. He also had the most interceptions ever thrown in his career, 16 that particular season. So what do you, what, what's next? What do you expect? Well, 2015, that's when the injury book started to hit him. Like I mentioned, I mentioned this last week, a few of them, shoulder sprain, a lacerated kidney, frayed labrum, shoulder surgery. All of a sudden we have this mysterious soreness in his calf that led down to us 
uh, mess, a messed up small bone in his ankle. What What is this? A guy that came in so hot, a guy that came in with, with so much hype, his career started to go down because of injury. In 2015, he, uh, he, met, he only played seven games due to injury. That was the year. That was, that was the year he had that shoulder sprain in, in September, a uh, game against the Titans. He didn't come out that game. He kept playing, had a lacerated kidney in November, 18, November 8th of 15, uh, kept playing with a lacerated kidney. He didn't come out of that game either. So Andrew Luck played seven games in 2015, 15 games in 2016, both years an average record, eight and eight. The Colts were looking for answers. Colts fans started wondering, are we going to do, go through this all over again? We just got through with, the, with Peyton Manning injury. We went 2-14 and 14 that year. Are we going to have to deal with another quarterback that's injury prone? And unfortunately, that's exactly what happened in Indianapolis. Andrew Luck had that injury bug hit him. And like so many players that have, happened in the, that have encountered the injury bug in their career in the, in the NFL, NBA, MLB, whatever it may be, whatever sport is, there are so many players that have had the injury bug hit him, a question comes to their mind. Will I ever get over this? Will I be the player I once was? Will I have to change my game to continue my career? Will I will I have to change my game and not be the same caliber player I once was? What is going on? And there are so many what-ifs that went through uh, other players' minds, and I'm sure went through Andrew Luck's minds throughout those years, 2015, 16, also 2017, because 2017, he missed that entire year. The Colts went 4-12, and and that was the ultimate time as, as Colts fans. People were thinking, here we go again. 15, they started getting it. 16, they started getting it. But 2017, when Andrew Luck misses the entire year, the Colts' uh, front office are saying, oh, he's going to play. He's going to play. He's going to be healthy. And ultimately, in November of 17, they place him on IR. Jacoby Brissett starts the entire season, and the Colts go at a horrible bottom of the barrel, Terrible record. The Colts are thinking, here we go again. Another quarterback with injury. And I'm trust me, I'm sure Andrew Luck is thinking the same thing. Am I ever going to get over this injury bug? Is the injury bug going to be a part of my career every single year? Last year comes back. 2018 goes 10 and 6. Once again, does a good, uh, does very well. Won a playoff game. Lost to the Chiefs in the divisional round. The Chiefs ended up losing to the Patriots in the conference championship. Andrew Luck last year passed over 4,000 yards once again, 4,593, 39 touchdowns. And ultimately, the one thing that's hampered Andrew Luck's career from him going from being a a tier two quarterback to a tier one quarterback was his interceptions. Uh, He passed for 15 interceptions just last year. So in his mind, in his memory, Andrew Luck is thinking, trust me, I can throw the ball. I I can score touchdowns. I got to find a way to stop throwing these interceptions, but these injuries will not leave me. And if I'm Andrew Luck or if I'm Andrew Luck's, Andrew Luck's advisor trying to um, give him the best life advice, not sports advice as an athlete, but best life advice, I'm going, okay, hey, Andrew, let's look at a few players that have played professionally and let's see how they fared with their injuries, with the injury bug. And I, I honestly think your injuries, they're a lot more than a lot of other players. So I'm going to just list a few to give him, uh, to give you an idea of what is expected, what can be, what can become of your career based off of injuries. One player might be Larry Johnson going to the NBA mid, early to mid 90s, six foot, six foot six, 250 pounds. One med set of Larry Johnson, uh, nicknamed Grandma Mom, he was quicker than other power forwards. 
was stronger than everyone, rebounded like a man possessed, and could hit the three. Very similar to Zion Williamson coming into the league right now, but Zion, last we saw, he was looking like he weighed 305, 305, 310, a lot heavier than Larry Johnson, but Larry Johnson had a, had a herniated disc in his back and was never, ever the same. You look at Larry Johnson from the Hornets to going to him when he played for the Knicks. A lot heavier in New York. Wasn't able to move as quick as he was in, in Charlotte. Wasn't able to be the player that he was, the, as, as explosive as he was, as quick as he was. He had to change his game. And ultimately, the Knicks fans grew to love him. Why? Because he changed his game to be a player, a different type of player, but could still be productive on the court. What about another player, Tra Tracy McGrady? Let's stay in basketball. Tracy McGrady, once most improved player of the year, 2001. Two-time scoring champ. What was in his first All-Star game in 2001. What happened to him? Back spasms. Microfracture micro knee surgery. And his career was never the same. Even after, even after that those early, those early years when he was the man, in, when he was being groomed in Toronto. And then he was a man down in Orlando. His injuries hit him, and his career was never the same. Ken Griffey Jr., we remember him? Yeah, Ken Griffey uh, hit 630 home runs in his career. Ken Griffey Jr., one of the best um, outfielders of, of the recent generation. And he had, a, he had a time to be better, viewed better than Barry Bonds. What happened to him? Left knee surgery, hamstring surgery, broken wrist, and his career was never the same. Terrell Davis. Torn ACL. I'm not gonna go through his. Not gonna go through his. Torn ACL and MCL. Anthroscopic surgery on both knees. Stress reaction in lower left leg. Ultimately, his seven-year career was so great that he was able to get and be a, a, a Hall of Famer. But Terrell Davis, another short career in the NFL that was derailed by what? By injuries. Recently, Muhammad Ali passed away, and I'm not gonna talk too much about him and his passing, but. Muhammad Ali passed away. And with Muhammad Ali passing, I never got to watch him box. I never got to see the greatness that was Muhammad Ali. The best I have is when things come on TV or I go on YouTube to relive the greatness that was Muhammad Ali. But the one thing that I remember of Muhammad Ali was the, the later years in his the later the latter years in his life. Muhammad Ali, you could tell that the beating he took in the ring had a major effect in his body. Now you able to say. Andrew Luck's not being he's not being hit in his face. Andrew Luck is being is being hit. He has pads on and he and he has protective gear on and he has a helmet that is approved by the league. Unlike Antonio Brown. Look, stop. Let's just stop it. Let's just stop it. If you're getting hit repeatedly and you're having the injuries Andrew Luck is, is has had, the protective gear that he is wearing is not protecting his body. Because if it was and he wasn't having to think about rehab every time he got hit. He would probably still be playing right now. But Muhammad Ali, you saw him and his hand shaking. He could barely move. He could barely talk. And his hand was and his hand was moving. Uh, he couldn't control his hand. He couldn't, he couldn't do the things that he once did. Why? Because of the hits that he took in the ring. And trust me, I think Andrew Luck has, has thought about all these players. And if he had an advisor, those are things that would go through their mind. But also Andrew Luck, like other super, superstars, he was comfortable leaving the game at a young age. Yeah, Andrew Luck. I went, I went through a lot with him in his career. Yeah, he had the chance to be uh, an all-timer. He had a chance to be a guy that would be remembered um, in light of, oh, let's say a Peyton Manning or a Tom Brady or Drew Brees or uh, Aaron Rodgers or Phillip Rivers. He had the chance to be, he was hyped up to be, talked about the name of those players, of, of, of players of that caliber. But his play on the field, he couldn't transfer. He made young mistakes. He made young player mistakes, which is expected. 
But those young mistakes didn't transfer, didn't change his play later in his career. I'm, a, I'm an Andrew Luck fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm unapologetic about it. But if he, but the changes that he that he didn't make are kind of the reason why the injury bug couldn't, didn't leave his life, didn't leave his body. Andrew Luck, like other superstars, left the game early. And it was content with it. Some other guys that left early, we may forget about it. Barry Sanders left the game at 31. Calvin Johnson, another Detroit Lion, left the game at 30. Patrick Willis of the 49ers, let's not forget about him, more, re more recent than you may think, left the game at the age of 30. Rob Gronkowski, another guy that was hit with the injury bug, left the game at 29. Jim Brown, some say the best running back of all time, left the game at 29. And Gail Sayers, going way back, left the game at 28. Some because of injuries, some because uh, they just felt the time was right. But leaving the game at a young age is not that bad. Saturday night when at the third preseason game when Angelo was on the sidelines, when he left the field, there were Colts fans booing him. It could have been a boo of, oh, this, um, this um, being upset that their quarterback is leaving. It could have been upset that, the, that oh, the, the organization failed them again. Whatever you, whatever you want to say, I don't think booing at any time when a player retires is a good look for you. I think another reason that Andrew Luck decided to hang it up right now, he had a thought like Derrick Rose. We remember Derrick Rose when he had his injuries. Derrick Rose made comments about wanting to walk at his son's graduation in 18 years when his son was a newborn. Like, oh, Andrew Luck, I mean, excuse me, wrong person. Derrick Rose, you're going to walk. What are you, what are you talking about? You want to walk? Get, get up there. Stop, stop being soft. Get back on the court and play. But Derrick Rose saw a bigger picture. He didn't just focus on the here and now. He saw the future. And Derrick Rose and Andrew Luck, just like Derrick Rose, Andrew Luck is starting a family. Andrew Luck just got married. Andrew Luck, is, his, his wife is pregnant. Andrew Luck is looking into, into the future. Andrew Luck is a human being. He plays sports. He played foot. He played football for his career. Made a lot of money doing it. But he wants to have a life outside of football, and he wants to be able to function outside of football. Football's great. Football's fun. We all love talking about. It. We all love watching it. But there's a life that these athletes have outside of football. Andrew Luck, you wanting to leave the game right now? You thinking this is the right time? Being 29, you left a lot of us, a lot of uh, NFL fans, in shock. But my, but but I think if this is if this is what you feel is right for you and your career for your family, so be it. My hats off to you. You had a you had a great career. Players like T. Y. Hilton, other players that have been with with Andrew Luck throughout his whole career are, are, are in tears and in shock and want to miss him. Going to dearly miss his friendship, miss him being in the locker room, miss him being on the field, miss that camaraderie, miss that brotherhood. They're going to miss it. But ultimately, it's Andrew Luck's life. He feels that this is the best thing for him and his family. And that process of rehab over and over and over and over got to be the best of them. And hey, if you want to leave early, so be it. Don't let what other people think, what other people say, dictate the decisions you make. Because ultimately, Andrew Luck, I think this is the right decision for you. Why? Because you're content and happy with what you're making, with the decision you're making. And I wish, and it would be nice if other people, myself included, were content with leaving things earlier than we do, so that we're happier down the road. We're going to continue the Andrew Luck retirement talk and look at it from a different perspective, the fan perspective. And I have not, I have done my best to try to not be a fan throughout any length of time throughout this podcast, throughout any episode, throughout any segment. I have done my best to keep it um, neutral, not be, not throw any biases out there, but just be, oh, come at it from just different points of views, any topic from different points of views, and to come at it with a good, clean, 
observation, nothing too crazy, but just be real with it. Just be real. And for the next few moments, I'm going to be real. You may hear some um, uh, fan statements, things like that, but it's just going to be me. Just me, my emotion, my thoughts, what happened, and how I think the Colts are going to go as a fan in the future. Saturday evening, I was watching the Miami and Florida game, and I was watching it. Um, I looked forward to that game all day. Started watching the game that day at work, and then ended up going, uh, going, getting off work, going straight home, and then watching the rest of the game. So I thought the game was on. Uh, the game was on from beginning to, from the time I got home to the end. But about the middle of the third quarter, when Adam Schefter sent out that tweet, honestly, my focus was off the game for the most part. I went on Twitter third quarter, was just looking up to see what people are saying about the game. Um, different different things like that, different tweets, different stuff that I, I may have a tweet coming up. Then all of a sudden, scrolling down, I saw something come from Shefty. And I, I saw Andrew Luck. So my ears, my eyes got, kind of got big. I got big. I didn't put my glasses on, but I wish I did. Just to make sure I read it very, very clearly. Because what I read was him talking about Andrew Luck retiring. I said, nah, bro. Nah, bro. This ain't real. No, no, no. No, this is not real at all. <laughs> but it was. <laughs> it, defi- it most definitely was. That tweet was only out for two minutes when I saw it. So I quote, t- quote, quote tweeted that thing and said, wait, what? In all caps. Shock. In awe. Didn't want to believe it. Didn't want to believe what I just read, what I just saw. So some more people, some guys I went to high school with, they did the same thing. Quote tweeted, quote tweeted it. And in all caps, <laughs> I mean, showing emotion. Like you're yelling to somebody. What's going on, man? Uh, is, it, is this real? Is what you're telling me real, Shefty? Well, it was. And, man, let me tell you, for the next, oh, probably 10 minutes, <laughs> Twitter was going crazy. Not about that football game going on Saturday night in Orlando. No, no, no. We were going crazy because Andrew Luck was gone. The quarterback that we thought was going to come back week one or play early in the year for us to have a chance with the Super Bowl, he is gone. Oh, my gosh, man. I was going crazy. Call my dad. Hey, Dad, check this out. Of course, my dad doesn't really, doesn't really, um, doesn't get the updates like I do. So that, so I said, "Hey, Dad, Andrew Luck retired." He said, "Hey, what? What happened?" So, "Hey, Dad, Andrew Luck is gone." So my dad and I, had, my dad and I had a short conversation. Ended that. My brother is in Cabo. My brother, when he's on vacation, he doesn't contact me about anything. He sent me a FaceTime call. I'm thinking, man, what you calling me for? You are there with your girl, have fun. No, 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 not not this time. Gave me that FaceTime call. Hey, man, is this real? Hey, did you see that? I said, yeah, man, he gone. He he is gone. He said, wait, what? He's gone? Yeah, Andrew Luck is gone. And then we start talking about um, Brissett being the backup. Um, start talking about who else is going to be there. For some reason, as Colts fans, we view, we, we, look, we look at it this way. Andrew Luck was quarterback one, QB two. We always viewed it as Jacoby Brissett. We skipped right over Phillip Walker and went right to Chad Kelly. Oh, Chad Kelly going to be that third string quarterback. We know Ted Kelly because he's a problem child. Some people don't even know that he went to Ole Miss or he went to um, that Juco that was on Last Chance U. Most people don't even know Chad Kelly for that. They know him for being a problem child, and he got an arm. <laughs> yes, he does. Chad Kelly has an arm. So, yeah, man. So, my brother talked about Chad Kelly, and then I said, oh, yeah, Chad Kelly went to that Juco. He went to the Juco, and then he ended up going to Ole Miss. Now he's in a league. No one really even thinks about Chad Kelly being suspended for the first two games for, for breaking rules. No. They say Chad Kelly got an arm. He's a third string quarterback. Let's not forget, folks, he's trying to get a spot on the team. He's trying to be up, beat out Phillip Walker. So right now, we got we got Brissett. 
We got Philip Walker. We got Chad Kelly. Right now, Chad Kelly basically has a roster spot now with Andrew Luck being gone. And as I'm saying Andrew Luck being gone in my head, I still feel like I am being punked. Like I am the focus of, or we, or Colts fans are the focus of an episode on punked, where Ashton Kutcher is going to come out at some point. Could be a week, could be right before week one, uh, the first game of the season, as the Colts play the Chargers and say, hey, I got y'all. Y'all are punked. Y'all thought Andrew Luck was gone. But no, no, no. Andrew Luck is going to be right here, suited up number 12, going to L.A. to beat the Chargers. That's what, I, that's what I'm waiting for. That's what I'm waiting for. Sunday morning, I woke up for it. I'm sure Monday morning, I wake up for it. I'm sure Tuesday, Wednesday, at some point, people will think, hey, man, we are getting punked. This can't be real. Our quarterback can't be gone at the ripe age of what? 29 years old. 29 years old. Our quarterback is gone. I mean, gosh, man, Peyton Manning, he was hurt, but he kept, I mean, he was hurt, didn't think he was going to keep playing anymore, D didn't know if he could throw the ball anymore to what we do. We didn't even give a chance. We let him go. Bob Sanders, who, who we? Y'all remember, y'all remember Bob Sanders, right? Oh, yes, Bob Sanders back in those early 2000s, two-time pro bowler, two-time first-team all-pro, deep player of the year in, in 2007, and what, Super Bowl champion? I mean, gosh, you remember Bob Sanders throughout that time in his career when he was on the Colts? Especially that year we won the Super Bowl. Bob Sanders came in, man. He was hurt throughout that year. Came back and the defense was 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 hitting hard. Why? Because Bob was back on the field. You ain't even see Bob Sanders. You said Bob was on the field. And Bob did his thing. He would hit you low. He would hit you hard. I think it was, oh, I think it was uh that that play. I think it was Cedric Benson in the Super Bowl. He came down, bit that ball, um, came down hard um to stop the run and forced to fumble that game. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I mean, the Colts have had injury issues before, but what's happened? We've always bounced back from it. But, guys, when we have guys of this caliber, Bob Sanders, we lost Bob Sanders. Our safeties weren't the same. I mean, I mean when Edger James hit towards ACL, and then a few years later, the Colts got rid of him. Running that, what, Joseph Adai was cool, but Joseph Adai wasn't the same with no Andrew Edger and James. Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning gets hurt. Uh, what happens with him? Uh, we let go of Andrew, we get, let go of him, and... Andrew Luck ain't no Peyton Manning, y'all. As good as 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 good as hype as Andrew Luck was, he ain't no Peyton Manning. He's not Peyton Manning at all. And then we got Andrew Luck, man. I get it. I get it, man. Grixon didn't do you right. Grixon didn't do you right at all. He put scrubs on the offensive line. Basically, got guys from off the street off the couch. And hey, man, come play. Come block for our for for our star quarterback. They said, hey, man, it's Andrew Luck, man. He's, he's a one-of-a-kind one talent, one-of-a-kind. Man, you want to you take him, take me off my couch with my Cheetos to go in here and block for him? That's basically what he did. Pat McAfee. We all know Pat McAfee going to be a cannibal commentator on ESPN. Pat McAfee for a little bit. Uh, he, he ended his career because the gloves of the game was gone. He got tired, and he couldn't trust the people in charge, one being Ryan Grigson. Chris Ballard comes around, Frank Wright comes around. Things started to get a little bit better for the team organizationally. But what happens is Andrew Blug is still on Andrew Luck. And we all believe Andrew Luck being young, he can be that guy to take us to the promised land. Why? Because at some point, the injuries have to leave his body. He's going to have the love for the game once again. And he's going to take us to the promised land. But what's happening now? Andrew Luck is gone at 29 years old. No, I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him at all. As a, as a fan of the Colts, as a guy that's been looking, that's, that's watched the Colts for some time, I'm not mad at him. He has a family. He has a family. He he, he just got married, and his wife's about to have a baby. He has a family that he's that he's watching. Come on, man, let let, let the let the man live his life. If he if he wants to leave now, let him leave. 
The only reason we were upset, people were confused when when Barry Sanders left was what? Barry Sanders was healthy and a lot left in the tank. He said, I'm done. He said, I'm done playing. He was gone. Calvin Johnson, what was up with him? He left early. Did people complain? Yeah, I mean, we didn't. We don't fully understand it, but he left. Patrick Willis decided that at 30 years old, his time was right. Rob Gronkowski, so he thought he should have retired two or three years ago. At 20, 26, 27 years old, but what? He kept on playing. No one's really upset that he's gone. We get it. He had the injury bug. But with Andrew Luck, we think Andrew Luck's a little bit different. He's Mr. Invincible. He's going to, he's going to come back from anything. Nah, man. At some point with these injuries, if I'm in Andrew Luck's shoes, I would want to leave too. Why? Rehab, rehab. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to rehab 12 months a year, bro. No, no, no. Mm-mm. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to do all of that. Uh-uh. No, no, no. I'm trying to just be a, be a regular, be a regular Joe, have fun, and then just live life. And Andrew Luck feels like this is the way for him to live life. As an indie sports fan, I'm going to close with this. There are times that we have those remember when moments. Remember when, remember when the Pacers got in that brawl? I sure do. When the Pacers got in that brawl against the Pistons, I was at my first house when I lived on 5230 North Dean Street, right across the street from Brook Park Elementary School. Oh, yeah, I remember I was in the basement watching a, a high school football game, of all things. Warren Central was playing somebody in the state tournament. I switched from that. I went, I went right to uh, ESPN. What did I see? I saw Ben Wallace get into it on the baseline, push Ron Artest. Ron Artest laying, laying on the scores table. And then Ron Artest ultimately gets hit with beer, uh, a cup of beer, and the rest is history. I remember where I was. Oh, remember when, it, when Paul George hurt his leg? Remember, remember that? I sure do. I was at my I, my parents ended up moving from one house to another. Uh, I was I was at their house for uh, for some reason at that time. I forget why. It was just a few years ago. Um, and Andrew and and, and uh, I get my names mixed up. Excuse me. Paul George uh, hurt his leg at Team USA. Man, I I think at that point when I when I saw that I got up and walked away. Like I I was not like I walked away and didn't watch the game anymore. I went back watched the game still. Well, I'm like man, this is crazy, man. I, I don't like watching this. I don't like watching. I don't like watching this at all. But man, I remember where I was for that. And then, this, and then this Andrew Luck injury. I will remember where I was as an Indiana sports fan when Andrew Luck, when I realized Andrew Luck retired, when he retired from the game that he once loved. Sitting on my couch, third quarter, week zero, first game of the 2019 college football season, Miami versus Florida. I look on Twitter two minutes in, two minutes after the tweet is put up. And Andrew Luck has decided to hang up his cleats. Hey, man, as a Colts fan, I love watching you play. And a lot of people here gave you hate, gave you uh, didn't, didn't like your play. They said you, were, said you weren't as good as what people said. But, hey, man, I will take you over a lot of quarterbacks in this league. Why? Because you're a competitor. You came in. You worked hard. You worked your butt off every single day in the gym, on the field. didn't matter. You worked, you worked hard. And as a Colts fan, I am glad we drafted you, number one. I am glad we had you. We have you. We had you. I wish the injury bug didn't hit you. But trust me, we, the things could have been a lot worse than they were. I'm glad as a Colts fan we had you. And I will miss seeing you wear number 12 on the field at Lucas Oil Stadium. Before we get out of here, we're going to do our picks for the week. Last week, uh, I opened with, the, with our first pick, first college football pick of the season. Uh, correctly picked the winner of the Miami versus Florida game. 1-0 on the season. This week, I'm going to give you four picks. Not going to do the Notre Dame and Louisville pick until next week. Uh, next, for next for next week's episode, um, but let's get right to it. UCLA and Cincinnati on Thursday evening. Pat McAfee's first, game, first time calling a game on ESPN. I got Cincinnati. Yes, Cincinnati winning at home at Nipper Stadium. Cincinnati wins that game Friday evening. 
at Sports Authority Field in Denver. Colorado State versus Colorado in that rivalry game. I like I like these big time these rivalry games starting to start the season. I got Colorado in that matchup Saturday night primetime ABC at 7:30 in Jerry's World, Oregon. Number 11, Oregon versus number 16, Auburn. I got Oregon in that matchup. Justin Herbert, don't let me down. And last but not least, Sunday night, ABC 730. Yes, opening weekend, we got football all weekend from Thursday in through Monday. College football all weekend. Houston at Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I got you. I'm going with you right now. Jalen Hurts, don't let me down. I got my faith in you, young man. Next week, I'll give you some more picks. Notre Dame and Louisville um, will be one of them, one of those as well. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Jay Stevens Podcast. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Underscore J25. That is at Dr. Underscore J-A-Y, the number two and the number five. You can send all the emails to jstevenspod at gmail.com. Once again, that is jstevenspod at gmail.com. Remember to always subscribe, rate, and review. It's a great way for people, for people that are searching for a new podcast to listen to to come across this one. And then remember to always get the word out about the podcast via word of mouth. The things that we enjoy in life, we are more willing and somewhat wired to tell other people about. So no matter if this is your first episode or if you've been listening since episode one, be sure to tell people know about the podcast. Like I said, this is episode 17 of the Jay Stevens podcast. I'll see you next time.